0: My Big Black Fantasy Podcast, episode 14 starts now. Yeah. Let's take them back. Uh-huh. I'm coming up, I was confused. My mommy kissing the girl. I'm a middle-aged man. I no longer have the need for strippers and such. Confusion of curse coming up from the cold world. Daddy ain't around, probably I'll committ felony. My favorite rapper used to check check out my melody. Hello and welcome. To my big black fantasy podcast. This is B, joined here with Jay Maddie as What's usual. What's going on? <laughs> What's going on, Jay Maddie? I'm good. Good. I'm good. We TV's are. I'm
1: in with you. I'm sitting nine and
0: one. <laughs> How you doing, dude? My uh fantasy season is going quickly in the toilet.
1: Right. But That's an under- understatement. Understatement.
0: But you know what? I'm still in a good spot. I think I got a yeah. soft. I got a, i got a soft part of our schedule at least in one league coming up. And right. I'm getting closer that's in that good, FFPC. Man. Be, that, be yeah. that
1: glass half full guy. <laughs> I'm going
0: to be as optimistic as I can. That's um, good. Just some strange things that that, that happen. Not really. In, yeah, yeah. When you play, when you play the top score three out of the first five weeks, eh, that's a little tough to come out of. You know, or it could be your three running back feet theory. If if someone scoring one sixty on you week every week, it it, it Score one sixty one. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well. I'm it, And I'm still among the leaders in scoring in both leagues, both leagues still. So, you know, it it's a lot of it is luck. A lot of it is, you know, just being in the right place, right time. But yeah, I, that's what losers say. Yeah. A lot of well, it luck. let me when have you're this, nine and one. Let me have this. Well, I mean, do we need to go back to last year <laughs> when I almost ran the table? But last year. No, go on it. Um. It'll all balance out, is what I'm trying to say. Eventually, I'll get a soft spot. I got a couple soft games that I should win coming up, and then... You get back in it. You're not out of it. I'm not out of it. You, I'm right in the mix. You still get second. <laughs> <laughs> How kind of you to give me second place. I appreciate it. Um, obviously, your fantasy s- season is going well in, on both ends, and I'll let you have this moment to gloat, if you will.
1: I, I think I did, yeah. I'm 9-1. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would prefer to be 10-0, but, yeah. you know... Perfection is obnoxious. Who gave you that loss? You did. Oh yeah, pretty
0: good. I've
1: I've got a charitable heart.
0: (laughs) You took mercy on me (laughs) because I've been doing so poorly and just basically injured every every injured player every week for me. I mean
1: that. I mean that part of the game kind of is luck. It it kind of is. You never know who's going to get hurt. Sure, but at the same time when you're doing that three running back theory, the running backs get hurt. They get beat up more. They do. You they know? do. And, you know, you get some older guys on your team. You got to expect them to get hurt. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of luck, but you can also kind of make good decisions about injuries. You know, guys who have injury history, stay away from them,
0: mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, yeah. No, I generally I do. It's just been a weird season. But I am I look at this as a challenge. Look at this as a challenge. A lot of disappointments in my season so far. Um We'll just get right into our show go. where we just go. start talking about how the past week went and what we can give you for this week. Um, your biggest disappointment of the week.
1: Uh, my biggest disappointment. Um, well, I um, won both my games, so mm-hmm. I'm pretty happy. But I would say my, my biggest disappointment this week is the same as last week as Larry Fitzgerald. Now mm-hmm. we're talking about you know um, picking out guys ahead of time who might get injured. Sure. He's he's been injured, and you know he's a 35 year old wide receiver. So you know when you're you're getting a guy like that, you gotta expect that might happen. He's mm-hmm. he's playing hurt. He's trying to play through it, but he's not being very productive. He's on a terrible team. Um, after the first three weeks, I traded for him in one of the two leagues because I'm like, you know, he his value is low right now, and it's 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 Larry Fitzgerald. Sure, but it's that's just not
0: working out. What about you? Well, to get to Larry Fitzgerald, I think if he's healthy. I think he's a solid player for you. Like I said last week, it's just that, you know, like you were just saying, older player, injury bug finally hits him, catches up to him. He's on a horrible team, and you're getting, unfortunately, the results. Yeah, of in that.
1: preseason, we argued about both him and David Johnson, and I said I was yes, staying away from both, both of, of them. them. I said David mm-hmm. Johnson, Johnson had one good year. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in him. I said Larry Fitzgerald, I think he's going to hit the wall. Stayed away from both of them. Neither one of them is having a great year, but. Sure. Fitzgerald was doing so terrible you got to think he's gonna at least get to slightly above average and that's just not happening yeah
0: no it's it's just it might you know and it's tough because I'm a fan as I've mentioned before of Larry Fitzgerald I think he's a great player he I mean plays hard he's one of those guys that you you love you You just root for him he's a good dude good dude plays hard no problems you know and it's just one of those things. He avoided injuries for so long, and it just caught him this year. I hope he can bounce back. You know, maybe I can get him for, for cheap off of you later, and, and maybe he can be the key to my comeback this year. Yeah, but, well, I mean, seriously,
1: when you're one in whatever you are. <laughs> one in four. That's when you got to start taking some chances on guys like that. Sure. You know what
0: I mean? Yeah, no, and that, yeah. that has crossed my mind. So we may have a offline conversation about this later. Um, my d- biggest disappointment, Jay Ajayi, um, <laughs> for a number of reasons um two points did not did basically killed my my week last week um and then he comes out after the two points and he criticizes the the, the team for not running enough and then the day after it's revealed that he's torn his acl and stuff for the yeah. season
1: yeah that was a weird one you <laughs> so, usually you usually don't hear about the torn acl like the next day you know what i mean like it was it was kind of on the down low sure Um, Yeah, that was a disappointment for me, too. I actually, in a dynasty league, I gave up my future first-round pick for him Mm -hmm. on Wednesday. So I got two points out of him for the year, basically, and lost my first-round pick. Yeah. That's no good.
0: No, and it's one of those things you'll look at at a player like him in the future next season and see where he's going. Because I think this was really a year for him to either say who he is or say who he isn't and... With this injury and with sort of, I mean, he had that one breakout game, well, one good game uh, opening night. Um, I, I referenced it at, uh, at the strip club we were at. I remember I was mm-hmm. looking over the yes. stripper saying, Ajayi got me 20. Yes, uh, I
1: do remember. I was distracted.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm a middle-aged man. I no longer have the need for strippers and such. But that game, I thought, was going to be encouraging. Since then, not so much. And then now the injury. So next year, looking at Jay Ajayi, if he's even with the Eagles again, um you're really going to have some questions about whether or not you draft them, where you draft them, that sort of thing. So, you know, it, although we're very early into the season, it doesn't hurt to start getting an eye on how you draft these players later on. Well, here's the thing about a guy like J.J., right? So mm-hmm. he, he was with the
1: Dolphins for how many years? Three, maybe? Mm-hmm. His first two years, he was terrible. And then he has one year where, like, the second half of the year, he had a really good off. year, yeah. and then they traded him. Sure. That's kind of a red flag. When, when they sit on a guy, he's mm-hmm. doing nothing, and then he finally breaks out, and then they trade him. It
0: is. And, and they it was, didn't get a ton for him. No, no, no. And it was bizarre when it happened, and you almost you said, oh, man, Philly's getting the better of the deal, but maybe not so much. So that's the J.I. story. We'll see how he turns out next year. Let's talk about the young guys. Uh, rising stars now going into week week six. Who's your rising star?
1: Well, sure. Well, um, my rising star, I gave you last week, I told you to pick up Marquez Valdez-Scantling. You I, did. And I, I called that before it was known that half the team was out. I guaranteed five <laughs> catches and a touchdown. He got seven catches and a touchdown. There you go. And he looked good. He looked mm-hmm. good. So he's my rising star, but I got another one now. Okay. Let's go with Traquan Smith oh, from New Orleans. Monday you night. You I like to dig deep on these picks. Dig I don't want to give you the things that everybody else is giving you on the other shows.
0: And we appreciate yeah, that.
1: Yeah, he only went off for three catches, mm-hmm. but uh, he's got some speed. Yeah, he's got Drew Brees slinging the rock, and um, he you know he might be coming out of the lineup once um, the rest of the team gets healthy. Yeah, but he's a guy who you want to pick up and stash if you're in a dynasty league. He's a, he looks like he's got it.
0: He, well, and and that's you know you're playing these different leagues, different formats, different methods, so on and so forth. Um, when you pay, when you picked him, I kind of scratched my head, but then when everyone was injured, I was like, "Oh, he may have a gym <laughs> he may have a gym this week, and sure enough, he scored his touchdown and did look good doing it um Chester Rogers for me, my rising star um with the colts t y Hilton's out um even with him in he's shown promise a couple of good games um maybe not for this week uh not, Why i don't not? Um, I don't know if I like him against the Jets so much. We'll see. But, I like and, him a lot. And you got to look at also uh, when T.Y. comes back. But I think that, you know, he's shown some promise and could is help TY you out. T.Y. coming back this week? I don't know. He's got that upper body injury. I don't know what the status is. I'm sure we'll get more as the week progresses. But, um, like I said, he's shown some promise. Um, he's getting a lot of targets uh, and double figures two weeks in a row. Pick him up. Pick them up, put them on uh, on your bench or in your lineup, as Maddie says, and see what happens this week. I think that Indianapolis game could be a shootout, or it could be boring as hell, <laughs> Dep- depending.
1: Never know the, the, uh, Jets. The,
0: the Jets and the Indy; you just don't know. So it could be three to nothing, or fifty-five, eighty-eight, whatever. So Chester Rogers would be my uh, rising star this week to roster and see what happens. See what happens with Ty and the rest of that wonderful Indianapolis Colts team. Um, you also got to remember he has Andrew Luck, who I think is back more or less. And so that's going to help out too.
1: He's back. Mm -hmm. um, But he's not, he's not, he's not quite what he was. Mm -hmm. And he's never quite become what he was supposed to be. Sure. I mean, I remember when he came out, guys were trading Aaron Rodgers for him. Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) Yeah. And uh, he's just not, he's not become that person.
0: Mm -hmm. And I I usually, you know, that's going to happen by now. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? A guy like that, even at, 85%, Eighty-five percent, he's gonna. He's good enough to win you games, and that the, and those are those franchise quarterbacks. He's in that top five, top six that you would draft early. In, no, in, in, no, in, he's I, not. I, yeah,
1: I traded him for Philip Rivers. You
0: did, well, Phil, well, that. Philip, I think is is in that group too this year. I think Philip well, you is. You
1: said top five, top six. That's two of them, and we still got well, Brady, Breeze, Rogers, Roethlisberger. See.
0: If you went Rogers, Brady, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson ain't in there. I think, well, not so far based on the, but going into the season, I think he is. Um, and he still has st- s- something to prove. He had a decent game this past week. He's I think got, he's got no protection.
1: You can't have your quarterback when he's getting hit every yeah, other play.
0: But keep in mind, that could mean that he's behind in a lot of games, which means he's throwing. Which means he's going to get hit yeah. over and over and <laughs> over. And <laughs> that over could until be some a break. Somebody get him a tight end or put him in a shotgun or something. But you got Russell Wilson. You got um, uh, Deshaun Watson. You got Wentz. You got luck, and I think luck is actually before Watson, so probably four, and then Watson, then Wentz, then Rivers, or sorry, then well, I think you got Ben and Rivers right around there. I'd I'd take both Ben and Rivers over Andrew Luck for sure. I don't know if I do that. I I still like Andrew Luck, and especially long term, I like Andrew Luck. But I think uh, like getting back (laughs) to Chester Rogers, the whole reason we started this conversation. Pick him, rising star for that's my rising star for the week. Um looking at bye weeks this week. The Lions and the Saints are out. Does that mean anything to anybody? Is there something that means anything there? Just keep in mind with those bye weeks, get those players out of your lineup uh, for this week. That's important. So you don't take a zero. Nobody likes a zero, folks. Um, the, the Lions are always hard to predict. They got three receivers they feed the ball to. You don't know who they're getting in their running game. Now that Carrion is hurt, is he out? I don't know. Is he out?
1: I think they expect him to be back after the bye week.
0: Okay. So that's helpful for them. So if you have on, keep your eye on that. And um, the Saints lit up the scoreboard in Monday Night Football. Um, I think, you see, the issue there is, and I knew this was going to happen, Kamara and Ingram. So guys who went crazy the four, first four weeks of the season with Kamara with these huge numbers, huge games, he ends up with nine points last night, or yeah, last night, Monday Night Football. Um, I think that's going to continue. I think it's going to be very hard to figure out who's going to have nine the
1: points a week is going to well, be no, no. the new norm for him? No, no, no.
0: I think that it's going to be very unpredictable to determine who's going to have the bigger game. The, the ball, There's only one ball. There's Ingram, there's Kamara, there's Breeze and his many other targets. There's Michael Thomas, who needs to be fed as well. And there's other receivers in there. Cameron Meredith, I think, is starting to step up a little bit, or starting to get ready. And there's only 60 minutes in a game, so the folks that went crazy with Merit- with Cameron, oh, sorry, with Kamara, and drafted him early, and I think you know you got a value pick. You got four great weeks. I-, I
1: had him rated as my number two back, and I still, you know, I still think he's top three. Without without
0: Ingram, I agree with you. With Ingram, it gets very hazy and murky.
1: But look at last year; he played with Ingram, and he put up. A- Giant numbers. They're 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 both. He's still going to get touches.
0: Yeah. It it becomes tougher. It he's, beca- gonna, he's
1: gonna. He's not going to be running the ball as much. Mm-hmm. He, and he might not be running it inside the ten. Mm-hmm. That's probably going to be Ingram's territory. Yeah. But he's going to see probably ten targets a game in the passing game.
0: Okay. And don't forget about Michael Thomas. Yeah. And the the sure miscellaneous other receivers... There's no doubt his 25. numbers
1: will probably come sure. down a little bit, mm-hmm. but I don't think nine points a game is the new no, norm. No, no. I think, I don't th- I think he're, he averages 15-16 the rest of the way, at least. Yeah,
0: I don't think he nine is the new norm, but what happens is when you're playing a guy like him the first four weeks of the season without Ingram, and he destroys you because he's the only one getting the ball out of the backfield, there's a big difference. He becomes a complimentary player as opposed to a guy that can kill you every week. He is no longer in that Todd Gurley, you know, uh, what do you say, Melvin Gordon conversation. those two
1: are the only ones in that conversation, but he's he's a notch down. Yeah. He's still number three for me.
0: Yeah. No, he's very talented. I'd like to see him in a fantasy year without Ingram to see where he's picked and what he can do, but I think he's right there. The thing that has always scared me about him is Ingram, and we'll see what happens now that Ingram's back. Um, Injuries. This has been my specialty this year. Mm-hmm. of course we have a Jai hurt we mentioned that already looks like peterson adrian peterson is going to bounce back from that shoulder injury which cost me in the FFPC. you saw that last night right
1: no i, uh, I was right. i already had a victory <laughs> yeah, I didn't need to pay so, attention.
0: so i'm i'm down i'm down one and he gets hurt actually he got hurt twice he comes out and I, the guy beat me by less than one point no kidding. <laughs> uh, that's uh, not fun. That, that, that was, no was kind of bullshit. But, okay. So, it looks like, of course, now, you know, and now, of course, he's coming back to play, which I'm happy he's healthy. He's going to come back and play the following week. Matt Breida. That's fr- right. Yeah, it, it's weird. These injuries, unless they happen to me. Well, like- now we got Kyle Jujuzik
1: to fill <laughs> in. He's looking <laughs> solid, my
0: boy. Segregate your eight is that's coming right. up, folks. Mm-hmm. A little teaser there. Um, Matt, Brida, it's weird. All these injuries this year. It seems, if unless they happen to me, the player bounces back immediately. Like when Brida got hurt, it was like, oh, he broke his ankle, and turns out now it's a sprain. Now they're not even ruling him out necessarily for Monday night, although they say it's doubtful. So we'll see what happens. Um, Ajayi, (laughs) he tears his ACL and out. Delaney Walker out. Tyler Eifert out. So bad luck, but you know what what? happens in football. It is, but you know what is going to feel so much better winning this way. So that's what I keep telling myself. It's it's a it's more of a challenge, (laughs) but it looks like Matt Breida, at least according to his coach, is doubtful. Um, Of course, what that means, the implications there are. He plays Monday night, so you stay away from him this week. You think he plays Monday night?
1: No, they play, they Monday, play night, Monday night. Yeah, so you, you stay away you from You stay Breida. away from them. You can't, you can't bank on that.
0: Yeah, but you got the, the the go-to guy then would be Alfred Morris, who everyone's going crazy about on the waiver wire. It really does depend on your season. like what People are going crazy about Alfred Morris? Or, well, because he's going to be the lead back, well, even for one game. I don't think game. anyone's going crazy about Alfred if Morris. If you need a back for a week, you, there's going to be a lot of people that swipe if, up. If you need Alfred a back,
1: Morris. I got him. You can have him. <laughs>
0: I'll,
1: I'll sell high right
0: now. No, I'm... I in my position I don't need a one hit back or one week back I need you know long term guys basically Alfred
1: Morris I think for his career average is something like 3.7 yeah. yards a carry mm-hmm. and he he was undrafted never really did anything special and he's just managed to carve out a nice little career for himself
0: he had good good seasons in did okay, he yeah okay decent seasons. seasons and
1: i mean in decent fantasy season his rookie in season he had a good rookie season yeah. but he's still in his rookie season i think averaged 3.8 yards a carry
0: yeah but you know the, you're looking you know with running backs in fantasy you're looking at volume if he's going to get the ball 15 to 20 times you know that he may break he if it, you know he's going to get the short yardage goal line carries that's important for so, Washington, that's
1: like one every two weeks. But no, for San
0: Francisco. San Francisco oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, for San Francisco. Even worse. Well, yeah, but you know, points are points. If you don't have a back, you're going to probably snatch Alfred Morris, or you know, a lot of the other backs that have benefited due the injuries, like um, you know, Clement or Smallwood or Sproles in Philadelphia. And good luck trying to figure out who gets the ball there because
1: yeah it's looking like it's probably going to be smallwood right now which is well, crazy
0: it's a lot to like this week of I course i had all
1: four eagles backs on my team and <laughs> smallwood is the only one i dropped last week nice <laughs>
0: well i mean but the thing is no one knows for sure you know just reading i read the philadelphia he's the only healthy one well but clement practiced gave a i think he gave a full practice today so clement is back all right um you don't know and if you're like me and i have the first pick waiver wire because of my 1 in 4 record thank you very much um, it's tough to try to figure out who you're going to pick in that position because if you pick a guy that gets two carries next week, you burn that pick on nothing.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I thought about picking up one of those in our league, but the the guy I would have to drop is Nick Chubb. Mm-hmm. And I'd just rather hang on to Nick Chubb and wait for Nick Chubb time two, three yeah. weeks from now than, than try to figure that situation out.
0: Yeah, the, you know, if you can figure it out, God bless you. I don't know what they're going to do for Philly. Running back by committees do not help anybody. Um, You know, it's tough to predict or to gain any kind of confidence from this situation as it stands right now. So we'll see what happens in Philly. Um, Let's talk about where we were right last week. All right. Um, Lay it on me.
1: Yeah, so I was right again with Valdez Scantling. Mm -hmm. I was right. You mentioned Chester Rogers before. I was right on him. I mentioned to pick him up last week. Sure. Um, Yeah, those, Mm -hmm. those are the two biggest ones.
0: Yeah, no, good, good, good call on that. And I was a week behind again on that. I was behind. I was trailing you on that one. Um, I, I mentioned Tennessee's defense versus Buffalo. Modest sort of eight points, but eight points you could use nonetheless. They picked up eight points against Buffalo, and also bench Derrick Henry and just keep him on that bench. I mean, he still hasn't broken. <laughs> I don't know if he's broken five points this year. It, yeah. It's just, it's sad. It That's really what he is. said Last week, bench him. Yeah, so. Keep him on the bench until something else happens. You know, I, I don't know what, um, and I always screw up this guy's name. I drop
1: him for Clement.
0: Ma- yeah, maybe. Yeah. But it's just tough. But J- um, James, is Deion James? Am I saying that right? I always screw that. I always. Lewis. Mi- De- I, yeah, I always mix one with the other. Deion Lewis is his name. His mama yeah. named Clee. Um, I don't know what his status is. I, I assume he's still going to out snap and out touch uh, Derrick Henry. So keep him on the bench. I'll I'll just say continue to do that. Um, where we were wrong, um, me, I was wrong with D.D. Westbrook. I jumped the gun on him a bit. Um, although he had these two really good games leading up to this, the other receivers are still out snapping him. And he, he was out targeting them by a hair. He got eight points, which, you know, isn't awful, but it's not, you know, kind of take you to the bank, eight points sort of thing. So I was wrong with D.D. Westbrook. Um, and I was wrong with dropping Keelan Cole. He picked up eleven points, not you know, amazing eleven points. But when you're dealing with teams like the Jaguars and Titans, seems
1: like you're just riding, uh, trying to ride the hot hand in Jacksonville because you were pumping up Keelan Cole a few weeks ago. Last <laughs> and week, then you, you dumped you know, him and said, "Get on dating." No, now you're back on Keelan. I, I
0: looked at the snaps, and that's what sealed it for me. And I'm like, this guy's not out snapping. Not only is he not out snapping Keelan Cole, he's not out snapping Dorsett. And that's important because, you know, these these two teams, when you think about teams like the Jags and the Titans, they don't pass. That's not really their thing. And so when they do pass, you want your guy out there. And as of last week, and I'd have to check the snap count again, I assume he got out snapped again, but we'll see. Um,
1: I just rather not have any receivers on a team like that i'd rather have the third or fourth receiver on green bay than anybody on jacksonville unless i get a unless i get a stud like a deandre hopkins Mm. i don't take receivers from teams that don't have powerful offenses
0: i i like it because you're assuming teams like the titans teams like the well until recently the jags stunk they're behind and you get a lot of those garbage points. I know. You like you like the number one wide
1: receiver. Thing. Always. I, I prefer give me a receiver on a good offense. hmm Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's a little harder for me to predict that way. But it's philosophies. Two different philosophies. That's why we're bringing it to you folks every week. We come here with the with the knowledge. Um, Bench and Kenyon Drake, also another mistake. I think this is a fluke. He ended up with 23 points. I don't know if they, the team trusts him enough to have him do that again. So... Uh, I'm not going to say bench him this week. You might want to ride that 23 points, but I'm far from being sold on Kenyon Drake. Where do, where did you go wrong, Matty?
1: Well, I, I said rush out and get Nick Chubb, and then he put up a whopping zero points. Of course, so I, I was wrong there. But mm-hmm. at the same time, uh, I still I still believe in Chubb, and I, I'm not I'm not going to drop him after zero points and go rush out and pick up somebody like Clement or mm-hmm. somebody. He's he's good, and week 8 week 9 when Cleveland's out of it you know when they have when they're 3 and 5 and 1 at best no. they're going to start putting Chubb in there and I can, I can hang in there till then you know I'm I'm sitting pretty right now so I can wait for Nick Chubb to start getting those carries, and then I got a, a, another golden boy on my roster.
0: Yeah, you know this is the time of speculative ads. You know, there's you know the, all sorts of scenarios that if are. If you're your in way. a
1: situation like me, you sure. can't be making speculative ads. You can be making. You got to be making boomer busts. If you, ads. Th-
0: this is the thing, the first thing I'm looking for is are people that can help me this week. If I can't find anybody that helps me this week, I am looking long term. You're looking at guys like Dante Foreman with the Texans, the you know the running back there who was supposed to take Lamar Miller's job last year. He gets an Achilles injury. He's coming back in, I don't know, a couple of weeks or whatever. You're looking at, um, who else was it? Um, it was, it, well, I was thinking about Capri Bibbs when Peterson got hurt, but apparently now he's bouncing back. But you're starting to make those speculative type of plays to you know f- beat these guys long-term, come up with a hook at the end to say, oh, I got your starting running back. So someone like Dante Foreman, and, you know, that's one of the people that I'll mention in my Sneaky Plays segment. But somebody like that, I think, is worth a pickup because you don't know. He was he was on the track to be a starter, got hurt. Miller's not doing great. Maybe he comes back and challenges for that job. Um, let's see here. Oh, ads and drops. That's what we're doing now. Ads and drops. What do you got, Matty? Um, well, I'm not honestly looking to drop anybody
1: i like where i'm at all mm-hmm. over the place but um i'm almost at a point where i would consider dropping larry fitzgerald in a couple more weeks if he doesn't pick it up just because uh you know he's taking up space if, if he can't put it together yeah um who would i be adding you know I'm looking to add some guys like I would maybe take a speculative ad on a guy like Josh Adams in Philadelphia just because that situation is so up in the air. You know, if mm-hmm. you can't get Clement, you got to, you got to, if, if you're hurting, you got to take a stab at one of those backs. Clement and Smallwood are the first two to go, but someone's got to also grab Josh Adams because somebody's going to be the man there, right? Yeah. I'm not going to do that, but <laughs> somebody's got to do that. Sure. Um but uh I like adding like I said, I, I like adding Traquan Smith in my dynasty league. I'm gonna mm-hmm. add him in both my dynasty leagues and just let him sit there on the bench all, all year and keep it for next year. I like his talent. Um I mentioned to add Kiki Kuti last week Kiki. And, and uh you
0: love me. Yeah.
1: Yep, he looked uh he looked good. So if he's still out there, go get him. Mm-hmm. Valdez Scantling, um, if he's still out there, you got to get him. I think. I think even when that team is healthy, mm-hmm. I still think he's in the top three. I think. I think we might end up with uh, Randall Cobb going to the Pine. Yeah. Um, Scantling looks good, and I've been high on Geronimo Allison all year long. Now we don't. You know, he's in that concussion protocol. He could be out a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I like him, and uh, Ryan Grant from Indianapolis. If he's still out there, go get him. Sure. Then, then you got. Okay, now if if you're somebody who he needs a boom and bust type play if you're, let's say, hypothetically, you're 1-4. and four. I would Keep add it a, going. <laughs> keep it coming. I would add a guy like Martavis Bryant. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's as boom or bust as it gets, yeah. and he's starting to come alive a little bit. And, um, you know, the Raiders tend to love that deep ball, and he's that deep ball threat. I might add him.
0: Yeah, it's, you know, it, I, a lot of bad things would have to happen for me to grab Martavis Bryant. That, that would be very tough. Um, my ad this week, I would say go and get the Dallas Cowboys defense. Oh, Jesus, again.
1: every week with you is a defense.
0: I like it. I like to try to get those, you know, points that are we surprised. Just lost half our audience. They're, no, they're like little surprise. They're like Christmas presents no, in they, June. No. You wake up and you're like, no. oh, wow, the defense got me 30 no, it's
1: like it's like Christmas Day and you open it up and it's a pair of socks. <laughs> That's what giving them a defense is.
0: No, I love take Dallas' defense versus Jacksonville. Um, Bortles is realizing that he's Bortles again, and so he's throwing picks. Um, You have an issue with Fournette not being there. It's a running team that's acting like they're a passing team. So Dallas at home. And lately, Dallas is very predictable. They play a horrible game on the road, or they lose in a weird way on the road, and they come home and make it up to the fans. That's what they've done. That's how they got there. I think they're only two wins or three wins, whatever it is. So that whole division, yeah, Oof. it's it's a bad division. I mean, I think they someone from there is going to go. You got Jerry
1: Jones shit talking Des Bryant. It, it's, oh yeah, it's beautiful. He's it's not well
0: a number well, one okay. receiver. We've never we haven't had a number one receiver for years, and yeah, that's not good. And the sad thing about it is, if he went there right now, he'd be the best receiver on their team, hands down. But yeah, it just shows you what kind of relationship that turned into. Where they're willing to continue to go on without him when they're in, in big need of a wide receiver, but have not addressed that as of yet. So anyway, Dallas defense.
1: And Dallas what defense. kicker are you giving us this week?
0: No kickers. No kickers. But Zerline may be coming back, everyone. <laughs> so if you took a plunge on him like I did, and you just snatch him right back off the waiver wire like I did, see what happens this week. See if so, you can put so him does in. Does that
1: the mean line. you're you're riding two kickers on your roster right now?
0: Um right now I am. You're one and four. Yeah. We
1: have what what is it, a fifteen 15- T- uh, players on a on a squad, yeah. But, small rosters, but one and one of them, two kickers. One
0: of them will probably leave this week because I'm hearing good things about Zerline. So yeah. that's that's where we're going. So two kickers on one because I need Zerline to to help me make my comeback. That's my my strategy. All right, man. I'm going Shaking with it. My head. Remember. So
1: like all all the rookie quarterbacks mm-hmm. are playing now. Sure. You know, uh, four of them are starting. Lamar Jackson is is getting a little bit of time here, kind of in the Cordell Stewart slash package. Mm-hmm um who who do you like out of the rookie quarterbacks who do you think is going to be
0: the man to come out of this class oh boy um you know there are right now i think that mayfield and rosen are leading the pack um but all three have potential i think
1: three there's five of them well i mean
0: well josh allen i don't think with buffalo i think buffalo is going to be in albert i don't really count him okay (laughs) <laughs> the it's just going it's just too much to take if you're a, a rookie quarterback in Buffalo you know that when the calendar turns I mean you know,
1: is that worse than being a rookie quarterback in Cleveland
0: it well I don't think it, so it's not but the thing is is that there seems to be a, a force behind Mayfield to where the general public wants him to do well they want Cleveland to do well
1: It's just he's got that
0: yeah that, uh, it it's something you know I mean? yeah it's something yeah. about him that's a little different. You know, when the calendar turns to November, both places are going to be awful to play in Mm -hmm. still, but it's just a lot to overcome for Josh Allen playing in Buffalo with really none of the major media forces behind him pushing him. Oh, Josh Allen going, you know, encouraging him. It's just a different feel. Mayfield, I think, leads the way. Rosen has been surprising. I, I thought that playing his first game on the road as a starter, I thought he'd stumble. He did not. He, he beat the 49ers. 49ers are a bad team, but even still, that first... 49ers, tri- yeah. switching gears real quick.
1: 49ers got so much hype coming into the year because of uh, Garoppolo. You know, they started the... They, he, last year, what, he went 5-0 and or something, right? Yeah. Um, They're a dumpster fire. Sure. And it's says sometimes that just happens. Like, one player just gets a whole city excited, and they think everything's going to be fine, and he just he wasn't that good this year, and now mm-hmm. he's hurt. Yeah. And now they're... You know, fighting with the Giants for who's the worst team in the league.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's it's the thing is is you start to wonder. You, you're, I mean, because Bethard has played well as a quarterback for them since taking over for Garoppolo. Um, their defense hasn't, and that was one of the things they addressed. They went out and they got that big defensive lineman from Stanford, who I can't think of right now. And you know, a lot of people. Liked John Lynch coming over as a GM. They praised him. They gave him a seven-year contract, like right out of the bu- right out of the gate, which I think is unheard that's ridiculous. of. Yeah, for a first-year GM,
1: ridiculous as
0: Gruden's contract, the, well, but at least exactly. Gruden's done it before. Well, that's the thing. So you start to call into questions these things when he sort of outdid Chicago in that draft move uh, where Chicago traded up one spot to get Trubisky. He looked like a genius. Right now, Chicago might have got the better. <laughs> Better that deal, Mitch Kucharisky lit it up last week. I know it's only one week, but you know where is San Francisco's defense? You know that's that's really. I mean, the quarterback play, Bethard has been decent. Um, they lose at home to Arizona, the ro- and a rookie quarterback. They, I, I would have thought they would have given a little bit more. Like you would have seen a little bit more from San Francisco last yeah. week. Most people did. Yeah, coming into the, on the rookie
1: quarterbacks coming into the year, my guy was Darnold. Mm-hmm. Um, I still really like him. He just has he has poise. Um, he 's a winner, I mean, just watching him in college, you know being out here on the west coast mm-hmm. I just thought he had all the tools um now that i 've seen him all play in the pros i 'm still high on darnold but i'm i 'm with you on on may Baker mayfield mm-hmm. so those those are my two guys
0: yeah, darnold had a great start um and then sort of you know started playing like a rookie a little bit um I, I think he 's trailing uh, mayfield and Rosen right now, but by no means does that mean that he's stuck there. I think that he could definitely uh, reemerge later in the season as he becomes more and more comfortable. Um, that first game against Detroit, though, looked like he belonged. And so, you know, we'll have to see. It, it, it really does depend. Um, let's see. Sneaky play of the week, Maddie. What do you got?
1: All right. I'm going to give you Latavius Murray.
0: Okay. Um,
1: they're playing the Cardinals. Sure. Cardinals haven't been able to stop anybody all year. Mm-hmm. Um, Minnesota needs needs to win. They need to control the game. This is they cannot blow this game in the way that they blew it to the Bills. Mm-hmm. So they need to control the ball, you know, time of possession, all of that. And Dalvin Cook, he's not one hundred percent. He Might not play. Um, if he does play, he hasn't been great. So I am going to go with a sneaky play, Latavius Murray.
0: Yeah, um, if, you're, if you have Dalvin Cook on your team, like I do, it's been frustrating. Uh, he's probably cost me two games, uh, maybe three. But you're, you're, what you're doing now is you're holding out hope. He takes the time he needs, fixes that hamstring, and that by the time he comes back, he's full strength. He comes by d- during one of your crucial bye weeks. Like, I have a bye week coming out with Melvin Gordon out. It would be ideal. That if by what is that, week nine, I believe it is, he's able to come back and give me. Wait a minute. You a got cushion.
1: Melvin Gordon on your team?
0: Yes. And you're one and four? Believe it or not. Yeah. Well, like I, don't I said, know, man. Look, you might want to go to church. No, I'm telling you. Look at who I'm playing and what the scores have been. I don't been. know, man. It's been, it's been a bad deal. <laughs> it's been a bad deal.
1: um Also, uh, another sneaky play. Mm-hmm. You mentioned uh, Chester Rogers, but you wouldn't play him this week. I definitely would play him this week. Okay. Um, they're going up um, against the Jets. The Jets have allowed more catches than any other team in the
0: league. Mm-hmm. Um, so get him in this week. Yeah. Um, it's just you know, like I said earlier, the Jets in Indy could be really, really entertaining or really, really boring. I'm not sold on him this year. This week, rather, um, I don't think it kills you if you put him in. I think he's he's shown enough, and especially if Ty's out, might be worth a gamble. So, who are your sneaky plays? Sneaky play, I gotta go back to what I said earlier. Dante Foreman, Texans. Um, not ready yet, not ready to go into a game yet, not back from injury yet. But it may be a little gem that you hold in the back of your pocket for the rest of the year, or hopefully he, you know, the situation will reveal itself uh soon after he's ready to play. Where you have Lamar Miller, who's struggled, who's never really been impressive, at least to me, and you have a young guy that people are excited about, want to see. You know, you think, people want to see this guy have a chance, so you're probably going to get him to ch- at least challenge for that role. So it's worth a spot if you have an extra spot in your lineup. All right, so I just
1: looked up. I, I, that's good advice. I agree with that. Sure. Um, I just looked up the Thursday night football because I, I didn't I didn't know who was playing, and mm-hmm. I'm looking, and it's the Eagles at the Giants. Right. That, that's going to be so. Bad. <laughs> you know my. That's going to be a bad game. Number mm-hmm. one. Number two. Mm-hmm. You know my Thursday night theory. Sure. Don't play a running back on Thursday night mm-hmm. on the road for the defense of that team. Mm-hmm. So, we don't know the situation with the Eagles mm-hmm. um, who's going to be the running back. I'd stay away from all of them. Yeah. That's what I'd do. Mm-hmm. Somebody's going to pick them up. Someone's going if, to, if you're in a type of league where you got to bid, people are going to bid a lot of money on these running backs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you might get the one, you might get lucky, but I'd think it's a situation to
0: stay away from. Yeah. No, it's, it's just too much to guess, and especially with short notice. They're playing Thursday, like you said. That makes it even more risky. Um, and Clement's not, he's not 100%. He's not 100%, and he's not someone that you, you're, you're going to die if you don't have on your team. You know, I think you could see, see what happens. He's a talented
1: back, though. sure. I, I like him. Sure. But, uh, you know.
0: Yeah, we'll see. For next year. Maybe. All right. Well, it's, it's what everyone waits for. I think it's time for segregate. Segregate. segregate <laughs> Sorry, segregate your eight. My big black fantasy podcast invites you to segregate your eight. And I say segregation now, segregation tomorrow, and segregation forever. <laughs> your left, your left. Come on, rhythm, hut, two, three, four, black guys, help the white guys, okay? Your, your left. left. What did Come he on. say? He said the your black left. guys. Rhythm, hut, two,
1: the
0: white guys. Okay, Maddie. As usual, I have no idea how we did. You're mm-hmm. the, the the one with the key to the gate. And as you mentioned before, you don't
1: necessarily trust my integrity. So Never have. Maybe you want to double
0: back on these statistics.
1: I'm about to get you because I don't think you're gonna like them. Ah. J. Maddie's Kentucky Crossburners <laughs> came in with Big Ben. Okay, twenty-seven points. All right. McCaffrey, 19 points.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The MVP of the team this week, Kyle Juzik, 14 points. Oh, Kyle Juzik. Julian Edelman, Edelman with 12 points. Thielen, who's just been a stud this year, Jesus, 24 points. Cooper Cup, another stud this year, 21 points. Gronk, 13. And Lutz, my kicker, 8. Oh, boy. And then over on the bad side of the tracks. The dark side. B's team, Cam Newton, 19 points. Not going to get it done. Not going to get it done. T.J. Yeldon came in with 25. Mm-hmm. Mixon, a last-minute substitution, got you 20. Of course. And then it starts to get sketchy. <laughs> Marshawn Lynch, 6. Julio Jones, uh, 11. Uh, Julio. Keenan Allen, 17, okay. This is for the people, Julio. <laughs> and then... Ricky Seals Jones, we're running out of black tight ends already. Yeah, I can see are. seven, seven, and that makes the score: Maddie's Kentucky Crossburners one thirty nine, and B's Bad Boys one oh five. He Which brings it to three one and one once again, proving that white people are better. <laughs>
0: nice. All right, so of course we always review. I pick a team, all black people. Maddie picks a team, all white people. I can't use the same black person twice because you can use them. Twice. I'm sorry, only I twice. can only use them twice. I always screw that part up. I can only use them twice because there's a, obviously an abundance of star black players. Maddie can use them pretty much however many he wants. I can't field a kicker because there's no black kickers. Segregate your eight, three. I got now. I'm back two games. I really gotta get serious now. Yeah, I gotta get serious. This is this is for did my you, race. Did you put your team together. Yes, I did. Right. And this one is gonna be a world beater. Let me just tell you.
1: Probably not. But who you got?
0: All right. Let's go with Jameis Winston. Fresh mm, that's back. That's a bad move. All right. Fresh back off that crotch grabbing incident. Ready to grab that Wilson and hurl it. Or er, it is a Wilson, right? Yeah, it is. Okay. Jordan Howard, Chicago Bears. Todd Gurley. Going uh, to the big guns. Los Angeles. Rams. Going to the big guns. Isaiah Crowell, New York Jets. A J Green, Cincinnati Bengals. Make, make and I, I don't think I've used A J quite twice, but let me know during the week if I've. I will. Okay, I'll do Tyler Lockett at my other receiver, and Jordan Reed is my tight end. And I think that probably is the last time I can use. That's Jordan a pretty Reed. solid team. I think that's, that's a pretty, pretty solid good. team. Pretty good.
1: I've got no reason to make any substitutions to this killer lineup, except I got to take out Lutz for New Orleans because they are on a bye. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right, so let's go with,
0: a, I mean, doesn't matter. I guess Guskowski. All right, well, yeah, you get 10 points, 10 free points from for a kicker. Uh, so we will see how this lineup, these lineups uh, go this coming week. Um, I've got to do this because this is, this is getting racial. It's getting personal. It's been racial. That's uh, the name of the game. I know, but I, I can't come back into my neighborhood and let <laughs> the white kids beat me in football. <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense. So we're going to go with that. I'm going to be looking for. More black quarterbacks that you know m- might might be you know full black and you know like Russell Wilson like is he mostly black? Can I? I, I mean, I, I have, I'm 3% three percent okay, black. You want to put yeah. me in a quarterback? Maybe we should get twenty twenty three and me on each. Can we send that to all the teams and give us some statistics? <laughs> I mean, so the we the,
1: you... the rule was two black parents. Two black parents. So okay, that that, the that's the rule. So I can't seven. get away with that. All right.
0: So we'll do. We'll try this again, and I predict. As I've been predicting from week one, a long victory streak for the pigment enhanced people. I think it's
1: done. I think uh, you had to get out to a big lead no. with the with the
0: two right, and done. You're
1: you're definitely running out of Jusik, players now.
0: Jusic has shot his wad. So he's this, coming
1: he, on strong. No, he's just getting started. I don't think so. And I already got through my bye week with McCaffrey. And now there's these all these white wide receivers popping up. I got like five, six receivers to choose from. It's, I'm it, sitting
0: good. It's snowing, apparently.
1: We got anything else Some going on? Snowing
0: One thing, and I wanted to talk about this last week, and we I forgot probably, but so the Panthers signed Eric Reed, the safety, mm-hmm. and he's known most for um, taking a knee with Colin Kaepernick, right? So they sign him, he plays, he's a very talented player. People, the team is thrilled to have him, and they need him uh, as a safety on their team. And one thing that came to mind is, do you think this had anything to do with? Remember, and this is a few shows way back, is when we're talking about uh, Jerry Richardson, the former owner of the Carolina Panthers, that was he was basically running his his organization as like a plantation where he had right. called people the N-word. And sure. he was, you know, asking women how they fit in their, their jeans. And, mm-hmm. and he would do the reach across when he had women in the car and maybe grazed a boob or whatever. Do you think Carolina is trying to show, say, hey, you know what, look at us. Image. Yeah, look at us. Look at us we're we're accepting we're I did, cause, maybe maybe cuz that didn't come up at all but I, yeah, I just thought I don't it was know it. maybe I mean if
1: if they bring in cap then yes mm-hmm. you know but um yeah maybe i mean they they that wouldn't be a bad move right to, to try to change your image a little I, bit after that, I think
0: that makes sense. I think it, I mean, and it, it, he is talented. I don't want to uh, you know take anything away from that. And I think he does help their team. They say he helps their team, and he's. It seems like everyone so is excited about. If
1: Kaepernick it. got blackballed, like everybody's
0: saying, why sure. is this guy in the league? How well, can both those things be true? Well, it it just depends on what exists on paper or what the because I mean the thing is is when. Kaepernick takes his court or takes his case to court, and they issue a summary judgment saying, "Yes, this does get move get to move forward." What substantial thing did he provide that uh, allowed them to say that? Um, Eric Reed may not have had the same issue. He, there may be stuff that exists against him, and there may have been an effort against him, but there may not have been. The desire by him to move forward on that he he kneeled uh, the first game with the Panthers he stayed true true to his beliefs and salute him for that but I think it's just two different situations because Kaepernick had been to the Super Bowl Kaepernick is a, a quarterback obviously he got the more high profile treatment and Eric Reed may have just taken another route his issue may have taken another route whether he intended it to or it just did it by itself but I just think
1: but I'm saying if there you know, if there was a movement to blackball Kaepernick,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I would think it would be this guy as well. It seems to me that that um, it's not likely one guy would be blackballed and not the other, unless well, unless mm-hmm. you're just picking out Kaepernick because he's kind of become the face of the movement. But he's only become the face of the movement
0: mm-hmm. because
1: it was rumored that he got
0: blackballed. Sure. Well, he. I mean, Reed could have been blackballed. It just but he's obviously not. He's well, playing. he may have been blackballed previous to this, just because. He got the team. He got on a team. Eventually, doesn't mean that it didn't happen in between. You know, you don't know if phone calls were made, and there was there was some time off between him playing with the Niners and him now signing.
1: Yeah, so, maybe, maybe. You know, so I don't know. That's the maybe. thing. And guys, guys are still kneeling, right? That's still that's still a thing. I think
0: there's some, but, but it, you,
1: there's not anything. I, it's not being discussed is it because people are tired of it is it because the nfl has directed the studios not to talk about it like what do you think that is i think
0: a big part of it is the tvs stop showing it and when you stop showing it people stop thinking about it and yeah
1: we have short attention yeah
0: and then on top of it the nfl is reporting that they had like the, the their biggest revenue year ever last year yeah. so and the owners had their biggest check from the tv deal ever yeah so I think people realized, or, or a lot of people might have realized, it was kind of bullshit, and maybe not the biggest issue in the world yeah. that these guys were protesting. Right, and that made it even more puzzling when the league decided to interject themselves and say, you know, here we're going to try to set these rules before yeah, was a weird pulling. One.
1: Yeah, and then they change their mind. Yeah, um, you know how we talk about in the other podcast how every TV show now has to have a, a point Message, of view. Yes. <laughs> so do you watch the show Ballers?
0: You know I can't get into it. Okay, it's so not it's, great. It's,
1: it's The Rock. It's all right. Yeah. It's The Rock, and it's it's kind of like um what was the show with the the actor on HBO and all his posse lived with him and it was supposed to be based on Marky Mark's life.
0: Oh, it was Entourage. Uh, Entourage yes. Kind
1: of like that kind of show. Yeah. Right mm-hmm. now, even that show is getting political, and and it's now The Rock is suing the NFL and the NCAA for, for pressing yeah. black people not letting them make money. Blah blah yeah. blah blah blah. Um, and the kneeling came up in that. The one the one player, Ricky Jarrett, mm-hmm. uh, is not able to get a contract because he he made some tweet. But my, my point is mm-hmm. it seems like America has kind of moved on beyond this. Yeah. And the and the <laughs> the the studios aren't talking about it. Players no. aren't even really talking about it. No. I know they're still doing it. Mm-hmm. But now like Hollywood's latched onto it.
0: Well, they're going to – Hollywood is always gonna get the last little scraps on the table of whatever sort of played itself out. Like there'll be a Trump movie at some point. There'll be you, you I mean, hasn't
1: been you, five already. You know what honestly. I mean?
0: So they're always going to get the table scraps of whatever plays out in real life. That's Hollywood. They're you know, they're gonna pick and choose from in, from anything. And that that's just how that goes. But no, it for the most part, I think the league has they're they're I think they're trying to come up with a solution but I think secretly hoping it goes away and like I said them taking it off television the the flag and the a salute and all that other stuff the net the anthem taking it off um I think that was a big part of it. They really did that on the download cuz I didn't even think about it till you just brought it up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Intentionally yeah. and and you didn't give a shit because all you were thinking is when are my Steelers coming? Out? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. What time right, is it? Time for kickoff? Yeah. That that's pretty much it.
1: Speaking of my Steelers, we oh, are gonna skip the Mike Tomlin rant this week because
0: they got a victory. They got a victory. Number one, number
1: two. I was uh, too intoxicated to pay close enough attention to all of his <laughs> mistakes right. to give you the rant. <laughs> Otherwise, we'd we'd be ranting.
0: So no word of praise, even in victory. Nope. from from you. Wow, that you're you know what you're sticking firm to your belief, and I I appreciate that. You you do it. Um, you know, I think I think we're we're good. I I wanted to say before we got off the show, because I'm one and four and I got, you know, you can always tell when you're one and four when five and oh. Yeah, I gotcha. Uh when you're one and four, you're losing, you're having a bad season, you can always tell you're one and four because of the way the other people in the league treat you. Like all of a sudden, like you this morning sent me a bullshit offer. less than. Yeah, yeah, less than everybody else. And that's fine. I'm the I'm still the champion until until the season's over and but in that not saying that I won't come back cuz I still think I am but you sent me a horrible offer of a trade to try you're, to take my you like you're going to take my best running back and my receiver and you're going to give me
1: three starters three two. starters that were fill out your roster terrible
0: but but stuff like that starts to happen when you're 1-4 so don't get discouraged don't rush to take any bad deals just because you're 1-4 you can bounce back from it you know, you got guys talking about you, in, like, independently. Like, Dog isn't here. He's celebrating his anniversary. Oh, we have a
1: whole text yeah. chain going by you. Oh, I'm sure.
0: People are talking bad because you're one and four and you're the champ and the game has passed you by and you're not as good as you were. You're like Tom Landry and all this other stuff. I mean, I had a guy in the league tell, talk to a, talk to Dog about me saying, oh, well, you know, he the best thing that he's ever done is win last year. And, like, that's, like, the best I could do. And I'm out pointing him right now, even though he's in fourth place or whatever. Yeah. He's in. I don't know, man. So you just
1: feel a little bit like Larry Fitzgerald to me. Yeah, you're you're one of the all time greats, but you're on the back nine. I'm on the ba- I'm, You
0: know what? I'm about to reemerge. I, I you know, it's, it's, it's I don't pride. Know. I think
1: that going to hold up for you. It's
0: pride at this point. So if you're one and four and you're out there and you you no doubt have these sort of conversations happening about you, they're they they are occurring. If if you don't know, please know that they are. Okay, you're that you're that guy. And that's you're the last one to find out in this situation. But don't let it impact your decisions. Don't let it make you make any bad decisions, bad trades, rush into anything. Look at your score. If you're still scoring just about as much as anyone else, you know that it's a schedule thing. You're playing bad guys at bad times, whatever. Eventually, that's going to work doing out.
1: an awful lot to convince yourself. It, <laughs> I told you this.
0: This last segment is for me. You sound like it's you're, for me yeah, personally It's my like therapy. But from I think just talking to you, yeah. From getting getting it with three 160 point games in the first five weeks. So that's what you got to do. And I know the other one in four people are out there with me. Let's unite. We could form a support group of some sort Jesus get to win this week I don't want to have to sit through this speech every week <laughs> it's time it's time for us to unite find that soft spot in your schedule and dominate and that's really all I have to say about that this week alright yeah so I think we are all done I think we are ready for victory going into week six now it won't take anything less and um, you know we have email information if you want to contact us we are both on twitter we're at first of all maddie is at my black fp i'm at b underscore mbbfp and our email address you can email it i'm oh, sorry i always screw this up <laughs> no, i do email address email us at my big maddie tell them about facebook facebook.com slash my big black fantasy podcast awesome Thank you guys for listening. Please listen again next week. Go get them. Let, let us know what you think. Text us. Or not. You don't have my phone. Sorry. Uh, hit us. Hit hit my DMs. I like to say that because it makes me sound Slide like, into his DMs. Slide into my DMs. I sound hip. A hip 44-year-old sliding into somebody's DMs. Slide into my DMs on Twitter. Let me know what you think about us. Um, if you think we suck, we like to hear that too. Strangely. So please share your thoughts. Win this week, goddammit. Do it. <clears throat> Get there. All right, I'm excited. Let's go. Anyway, thanks again. We'll talk to you next time. Peace. I believe I, I believe I can touch the sky. I think about it every night and day. Spread my wings and fly away. I Yeah,
1: th- that mm-hmm. chegaccione- I can't I mm-hmm. can fly. I can't believe I can believe I can fly. I if I just win my way. I can't fly. I can fly. I can fly. I Just...